Rebellious Studio presents the Mind Body Podcast with your host, Maria Angelova. Hey, Rebels, welcome to the Mind Body Podcast, your rebellious podcast with me, your host, Maria, where it is all about a strong body, calm mind, healing, and fully living. It is my pleasure to have here with me Cedric Luisen. Did I say that correct, Cedric? Did I get the last name right? Yep. Who is uh, a cybersecurity expert, MMM fighter, mixed martial artist, mixed martial arts artist, and a serial entrepreneur. And it is a delight to have you here, Cedric, uh, to talk about all things mind and body. Thank you for having me. Yeah, my pleasure. All right, Cedric, we're going to start by telling people three words that describe you. Who is Cedric? Uh, adventurous, um, I'd say thoughtful, and um, I would also say impulsive as well. All right. Give us a little bit of a backstory behind each one of those words. Um, okay. Uh, as far, oh my God, my ADHD just kicked in. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm sorry, what, what, what did you say? You said adventurous, right? That was the first one. Oh, yep. Adventurous. I've always loved adventure. I've always been like an adrenaline junkie. I like doing all different types of sports, uh, going out and doing new things and going on adventures. Oh, so that was yeah, pretty straightforward. I like to live by the, the, the cliche model, YOLO, you only live once, right? So I live it up every day. All right. Thoughtful. Thoughtful. Um, I pay very much attention to detail. Sometimes it's a curse. Um, I'm very thoughtful about the others that are around me. You know, part of the, my passion that really drives me and all is just the people who I love and care for. Um, and that's what really, really drives me. And then the third one, impulsive. Um, sometimes I can make decisions um, on the fly, and it's not that it's a bad thing. It can be, you know, it's a double-edged sword, but um, it's been a blessing uh, eh, and a curse um, to be <laughs> able to make certain decisions on the fly with ambiguity, and it, it turn out for the better, but sometimes it doesn't, so. You know what, there is always a, I say there is always a lesson. There is never a failure, right? So sometimes we, there are various ways we can get to that lesson. Yep. Yep. I totally agree. The only uh, failure I usually uh, say is a true failure is one you don't learn from. Yeah. Or some when you don't try, right? I was talking yep. to my clients last week that if you don't something, if you do not do something that may appear scary, your chances of success are zero. And if you try it, it might still, might still not experience the outcome that you have, but at least, you know, you have given it the chance. So if you would like to see any yep. probability of success, <laughs> yep yep I, I like that Cedric so you are in the world of martial arts and MMA fighting tell us about that like what took you there uh the so that you have to show up tell us about that uh, yeah so what took me to MMA fighting um was pretty much I grew up boxing and wrestling in high school I used to go to a boxing gym that was a little free outreach program at a park here in town. They actually got rid of it. It was used to call Taino's Boxing. But I used to train there for boxing. And then I got into wrestling while I was in high school. 
Um, so just that natural competitive spirit was always, always been into me. Um, and after high school, um, it was just an, an, a natural transition. A lot of the guys were transitioning from wrestling to MMA. So I ended up training MMA after joining a, a local kickboxing gym. Um, after that, you know, it's, it's all she wrote. I've been training ever since. I did take a little hiatus break for a little bit, but then I, I've been back. Uh, I fought like six times in like the last year and a half. Um, and here we are. <laughs> here we are. <laughs> How is MMA fighting similar to entrepreneurship? So it is honestly very similar because there's a lot of fighters don't make money. A lot of fighters are broke. Uh, a lot of fighters don't, they fail to realize that they're not just a fighter, that they are a, they are a brand. Um, they're marketing themselves when they're out there. They're, they need to be building their, their own brand. Um, so entrepreneurship and fighting do go hand in hand because really only a very minute, minuscule amount of fighters really do make good money, life-changing money. Yeah. What, um, you know, it's interesting that you say that because I teach Pilates and I tell people that there is so much into learning Pilates that is the same as life, such as, for example, flowing with what's happening in your body versus pushing. We're so total, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Which is the same thing in life, uh, such as being patient with our bodies when they don't do what we want them to do. Yeah. Same thing in life such as trying a new exercise when it feels uncomfortable and those doubts are going into your mind, like, mm, I don't know about that. Yeah. Um, I think it's very symbolic of how we show up in life. And I tell people, would love to hear your uh, opinion as a professional athlete. I tell people is how you show up in your movement classes. To me, it tells me a lot about your personality. And it's the same. It's the same with fighting too. It's how you show up in the gym and how you, how you are in training, um, as far as your attitude when it comes to doing the workouts, going hard, training smart, following what the coaches are saying, not really putting in half the effort. Um, you can tell a lot, a lot about a fighter by the way they work um, in the gym, based off their work ethic and how, how they react when the cameras are on versus the cameras are off. You can see if it's if their true personality is someone who's really showing up for themselves or are they showing up just for the show type thing. And I myself have those days where I'm like, my, I'm listening to my trainer, uh, Alex, that's always giving me these new crazy exercises, always designed to help me out with my core strength and functionality, et cetera. And so sometimes I'll do exercise. I'm like, wow, I've never worked that in my life. That feels so weak. Like, I don't think I can even do this, but you know, you got to continue to push yourself outside your comfort zone and then you know after a little bit you know you, you see oh, wait it's not that bad hey I got it you know and you continue to keep growing from there like hey I can do this so like whenever my trainer tells me to do an insane amount of reps and I'm just like how am I gonna get this done and then I get it done it may take me some time but then I, I see you can I can do it you can just keep building you also feel that sense of accomplishment, which I think gives you that empowerment, which is just like life, right? You try something new and you're like, mm, I don't know about that. You tip your toes and you're like, okay, it's not that bad. And then you go full body in and you're like, oh, that was actually kind of fun, right? Yeah. And yeah, you're exactly. like, I can do this again. Let's do this again. But in the beginning, you're like, I don't know about that. Looks scary. So yeah. 
Cedric, you you have been quite a bit through the, or you have stepped quite a bit out of the comfort zone to be where you are. Let's talk about that. Why do you think it is so important for our personal growth to stretch the comfort zone? So it's very important to stretch our comfort zone for a couple different reasons, right? Well, the first off is personal growth, because if it's not to say that if you never step outside your comfort zone, you won't grow. But I feel for in my personal opinion, when you step outside your comfort zone, those are the opportunities for you to experience exponential growth, for you to be able to do some things just like how we alluded to earlier, that we thought that we couldn't do or were skeptical about. And now all of a sudden, we can do a full force and then some, right? Um, as well as another reason is enhanced creativity. Uh, when we push past um, our boundaries, it'll force us to have to think outside the box sometimes, you know, depending on like the, the problem, like for example, in cybersecurity or in MMA, if I say I'm, I'm fighting somebody and my game plan isn't going like I thought it was, now I have to switch on the fly to start adapting to what's actually going on in real time um, and get creative in order to solve that problem, right? And that's another thing, uh, another one of my reasons, the increased adaptability. Um, again, like if you, uh, with relates to me, like with MMA or cybersecurity, let's say if I'm dealing with a threat actor who's attacking, attacking us and we're doing research into their methods on how they're attacking us, we have to quickly adapt um, to those types of tactics and procedures that are necessary to combat this threat actor, even though I may not have been familiar with their tradecraft they were using with before, but I have to be, I have to be now. So it's time to learn about it right then and there. Additionally, not only through those trials and tribulations, like with MMA and cybersecurity or just with, with anybody in general, through those types of experiences, when you go through those experiences, they'll give you improved confidence when you come out of those scenarios winning, right? Whether you win or lose, you're still leaving with those lessons learned and it'll give you the confidence to be able to combat the next scenario the next time around, right? That's the next reason. And uh, lastly, it'll help you unlock your true potential because it'll really open your 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 mindset into thinking that, hey, I, I'm really only limited to what I limit myself to. And I know it sounds cliche and every, I know everyone has heard it, but you <laughs> really can do whatever you put your mind to. It's just, are you willing to do the work? And I, I so love that because you know what? Like even with my transition from corporate into entrepreneurship, I really thought like I was living my potential. I did well in school. I was in the honors role. You know, I was climbing the corporate ladder. And then I got into entrepreneurship. I kind of sunk before I rose. But it was that thinking that got me to evaluate my mindset to see where I had opportunity to grow. And then what has come after that is really unexpected because I thought I was living my potential to find out, oh my gosh, I had so much more potential that was completely untapped. Exactly. And what stopped me from unfolding it was the fears, the doubts, the worries, the what ifs. And I, I really like what you said that, how bad do you want it? I mean, yeah, there are plenty of excuses, plenty of reasons to go back and just say, ah, forget about it. 
And I also like what you said about in the context of whether it's an MMA fight or cybersecurity scenario, sometimes you're like, I'm going here and life is like, we're going to go here. And you're like, okay, you have a choice to sit there and throw a kid's tantrum, right? Or to be like, well, okay, let's, let's just see what's there and let's go there. And it's uncomfortable, but the places it takes you are sometimes completely unexpected. Yep. Yep. And those experiences, I'll say they have always shaped, they have shaped me and built me uh, to the person that I am today. Yeah. If you had to compare yourself 10 years ago to now, what would you say, (laughs) right? (laughs) Completely different person. What would you say? How have you grown as a person, as a human being? Um, in all areas, honestly, you know, 10 years ago, I was an 18 year old kid, um, just really focused on just trying to enjoy party, <laughs> uh, just, and, and just, you know, normal, normal teenager things, just freshly graduated out of high school, starting college, uh, you know, as ever, as I, what I can say, how I have grown, um, specifically is in my mentality i'm significantly significantly more mature than what i was back then um for the simple fact is you know i became a teenage father pretty early at the age of 20 19 um and from there i've i've set out to make sure that i'm not doing those doing anything that's going to put myself into jeopardy or, you know, like my family, you know, and always just focusing on the up and up doing the responsible thing um, to take care of the family, et cetera. um, As far as, and then also professionally and athletically I've grown because I've dedicated myself to full time to my craft and, and more significantly. So in the past few years, because I actually really, really unlocked, my mindset to understand that I really can do whatever I put my mind to. I just got to put the work in because after all the years of, you know, going through the, going through all the trials and tribulations on my own that I finally started to see the fruits of my labor come to fruition that have then inspired me to keep on going with the, with the way I was going, you know, and it just snowball effects. You start getting momentum the more you go. Exactly. I was having a very um, interesting conversation with a client of mine who is an athlete this morning, and we were talking about how exactly what you mentioned before, sometimes the game doesn't go as you want it to go, right? It goes different way. And those are, again, the easy time where it's like, well, you know, I'm just going to slip in a little bit more. Maybe I'm going to skip training today. Maybe I'm going to stay a little bit late and catch a TV show because I'm just not feeling it. And we were talking about moving into the professional ranks, how like you don't have that luxury of saying, well, I'm just gonna slack off for a little bit and get back into it. As somebody who has walked that road, that path, what do you say to that? I can say I've been guilty of that. And <laughs> I think we have been and, right? Different and, and, right. and I've paid for it and still paying for it, but you know, it is what it is at this point. Um, you have to, it's like, it's put up or shut up. It's like, I'm at that point where it's like, I know where, when I make a conscious decision to not train 
there has to be some inherent value behind that reason. I just can't be slacking off that. I have to be, you know, working in some other area of my life where that value stream is being poured into and not just sitting at home watching TV and just not doing anything, you know, because in, in that aspect, you know, then you really don't want it. And you really can't do that at the professional level, especially in mixed martial arts. You don't you don't play <laughs> mixed martial arts. You play soccer. <laughs> You, you, you play football. Oh, be careful. We don't know who's going to listen to this. Session. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. But I'm, I'll listen. I both footballs, American football and real football. I, I'm a fan. Of, I'm a fan of both. But there's one thing that I know a lot of people can agree on. You don't play MMA. You fight. Yeah, there is. Yeah, there is a lot. Uh, I do have to say I. My husband likes to watch MMA and I'm like, oh, I just can't watch what they're doing to their bodies, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Cedric, uh, one other question on the topic of being an athlete. And I do, once again, think this applies to life. Um, stretching, when we were talking earlier, you mentioned stretching. So you're a male, you're young, so and you're an athlete. So what do you tell to men? Because I work with a lot of middle-aged men and I have to coach them about the importance of, you know, you got to stay limber when you're stiff, your body's not mobile. And when you're not mobile, that limits, you know, how you function and what you can and cannot do. So let's get it from a male athlete. So yes, exactly what you just said is 100% true. It definitely, <laughs> you will stiffen up. It will limit your mobility, everything. You know, after the years of neglect and not stretching, you know, as I was progressing through my athletic career, I felt the effects, the negative effects of not stretching as much before training and after warm up and cool down because it would take a lot longer to recover. I'd feel a lot tighter, a lot longer, and I was getting injured a lot more frequently because I was not stretching enough to warm up those ligaments and tendons instead I was just pushing them to the max and yeah and I, I felt the I felt the negative effects from that so I I personally truly preach and believe that you should be stretching as much as possible now um, at, at all ages from young um, up until your elderly ages you know just to help kind of alleviate with some of the negative effects and me personally I have back problems <laughs> so I have to stretch even more because I have scoliosis so you know I'm already dealing with one side already naturally tighter than the other because one hip sits higher than the other so you know I try to be r realistic and holistic in my approaches to healing my body and stretching is been the best thing for me and i love the word that you use holistic right it's not about just going and bulking up because when you bulk up but you're not limber all it takes is one sudden movement and it ain't gonna be pretty yep so and i was I, I i can attest to that <laughs> I, I can attest to that i was uh i forgot what's the mcl comes across the side of your knee or whatever lco i forgot what it was but um i had someone fold into me like sitting I was sitting crisscross applesauce and just that tendon across the knee just pop real quick just and then I was out for like eight weeks just sitting there like barely st stable to walk I'm scared to twist a certain way thinking I'm going to scream in pain and it could have been avoided if I were to stretch a little bit more <laughs> now I stretch all the time 
that I tell people it's huge for injury prevention. You want to have a balanced body, balanced muscles that are strong, but also, you know, there's flexibility, there's mobility, there's control. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. Well, thanks. Did you guys hear that? Stretch regularly it comes from an athlete, okay, who has lived. <laughs> right, so I do have to ask you, what is your definition of rebellious? My definition of rebellious, I would say going against the norm. That's 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 pretty much it's always been the definition for me. But I guess it, it is subjective to the beholder. Um, but for me, yeah, it's just going against going against the norm, the social norm, per se. Yeah. All right, Cedric, leave us with a favorite quote, piece of inspiration, anything you want to share with our listeners and viewers. My favorite quote, uh, again, is going to be, uh, I like no, it. So go for it. Go for it. No excuses, just results. That's my favorite quote. I even have it tattooed on my chest. Uh, you can see it during uh, my next MMA fight if you guys tuned in. Um, but again, that's my mantra all, all because it's all about accountability. I feel like once you start taking accountability for your actions in your life and things that's going on, that you can start to take back control, full control over yourself and your path and your destiny. Yeah. You know, one of my favorite sayings is that the only thing that will change your life is action, sitting and dreaming and imagining. It's great, but if there is no action to come after it, the result will be the same. Exactly. Yeah. Cedric, where can people follow you? Well, people can follow me on Instagram at show up, show out. Um, you can also follow me on Facebook, Cedric Lusant. Um, my profiles are verified. So if you see any other profiles without that blue check mark, uh, that's not me. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Cedric, I appreciate your time sharing your, you know, words of wisdom. I wish you continued success into everything that you do. And you guys know, if you have any questions, please ask them. Make sure you connect to Cedric. I thank you for listening. And remember to stay rebellious. See you next time. Thanks, Cedric. Can't get enough of those rebellious conversations? Do make sure you subscribe, like, and share with your friends.